<sighs> well, I guess I guess we'll start. I guess I'll so be. much. Call him one more time before we start. Yeah, let me just do this one more time. Cause you know, you know, he's gay. Hey, why you start the podcast with me, man? Because <clears throat> that him and JRB are in sync. Mm-hmm. And uh, what is wrong with JRB? First off, He's I woke a drunk. up. I, I, I woke up to, uh, <laughs> to, the, to to a lot of comedy, but I actually it's not even funny anymore. Come on, come on, feel it, feel it. And, uh, right, that's probably look at this hot sauce. I think that's probably what's uh, going on in his mind when he begins drunk, dog. Feel it, feel it. <laughs> uh-huh. Come on, come on. Are hey, y'all on. talking about John, dog? Uh-huh. Duh. I, we recording too, Justice, so don't come in. <laughs> you can rib him if you want to. Dog said, feel it, feel it. <laughs> come on, come on. Justin, are you aware hey, of the hey, current hey. events right it's now? It's Tristan. No, he like, I want a place to lay. Feel it, feel it. I, I, I can't get over that feeling. Feel it, dog. No, fuck you, Kendall. Hey, Marky Mark. Oh, dog. That shit funny as a bitch. So, Marky Mark, bad dude, dog. Speaking of Marky Mark and a funky bunch, dog. How, how, how slow was he? Dog, how, how, how good was he at basketball? The Rock and Jock Jams, dog? <laughs> <laughs> he was so good at basketball. Dog. Energy. Look at that. Oh, my God, man. <clears throat> I hate Marky Mark, dog. Mm hmm. My race is that thing. Just no, for real though, y'all don't remember uh, the, the Black and Jack basketball jams? Mm-hmm. Him and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. him and, him and uh, the, the, the dude from Bill Bill DeVoe used to be cold. Oh, <laughs> Michael Bivens. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, yeah. We, we know you didn't FBF. We not asking you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> got right with my shit. F- FBF. You done over there getting motherfucking hypertension with all that goddamn hot sauce? Uh, no. Hey. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 hey Justin, Justin, do you, do you got some headphones too? I guess he don't. I was just asking if you had some headphones because uh, I, I can hear. Oh, my you echo. said head? Did uh, someone say head? Oh my god! <laughs> uh, uh, I wish. Well, can you go in your backpack and <laughs> see if you have, <laughs> see if you have some headphones, motherfucker? Hey, the only reason I was asking those because. Um, um, I can hear my echo. That was all, but I see you got them. We are, we are good. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not feel it, feel it. I got ears. You uh, can see. Yeah, yeah, I can see. All right, Marky Mark, dog. Uh, y'all ready to get started? Yep. Okay. I'm gonna introduce y'all, real. Justin. You can make sure you don't have a mouthful of food first, and then I will introduce everybody. So <laughs> <say your> <laughs> feel it, feel it. Here, here, modern period of, I guess we could start with 1956 for our generation. This was the beginning of the rise of Dr. Martin Luther King. Dr. King decided that in Montgomery, Alabama, black people had to pay the same prices on the buses as did white people, but we had to sit in the back. And we could only sit in the back if every available seat was taken by a white person. If a white person was standing, a black person could not sit. So Dr. King and his associates got together and said, this is inhuman. We will boycott your bus system. Now understand what a boycott is. A boycott is a passive act. 
It is the most passive political act that anyone can commit, a boycott. Because what the boycott was doing was simply saying, we will not ride your buses. No sort of antagonism. It was not even verbally violent. It was peaceful. Dr. King's policy was that nonviolence would achieve the gains for black people in the United States. His major assumption was that if you are nonviolent, if you suffer, your opponent will see your suffering and will be moved to change his heart. That's very good. He only made one fallacious assumption. In order for nonviolence to work, your opponent must have a conscience. The United States has none. Has none. Why do you burn down the community? Why do you burn down your own neighborhood? It's not ours. We don't own anything. said it so beautifully last night. There's a social contract that we all have, that if you steal or if I steal, then the person who is the authority comes in and they fix the situation. But the person who fixes the situation is killing us. So the social contract is broken. And if the social contract is broken, why the fuck do I give a shit about burning my fucking football hall of fame, about burning a fucking target? You broke the contract in the streets and they give a fuck. You broke the contract when for 400 years we played your game and built your wealth. You broke the contract when we built our wealth again on our own by our bootstraps in Tulsa and you dropped bombs on us. When we built it in Rosewood and you came in and you slaughtered us. You broke the contract so fuck your target. Fuck your hall of fame. could burn this bitch to the ground and it still wouldn't be enough and they are lucky that what black people are looking for is equality and not revenge alright ladies and gentlemen welcome back to another episode of Unlabeled episode 8 I believe we, we're just rolling along rolling along what up what up what up I got my good friend Kendall in the building what's going on I got Montre in the building what it do, what it do. And uh, Justin's outside of the building. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, How you uh, doing, uh, brother? Uh, in the words of the great munchie, black man don't cheat. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, how y'all feeling, man? I know it's been, a, it's been a rough couple of weeks. How y'all feeling? You know, through the bullshit, life's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, and- doing the same thing, man. Having an iron week. <clears throat> uh, a lot, you know, did have a little death in the uh, extended family, so rest in peace to her. And, uh, Hopefully everybody else. So again, once again, having a great week. Oh man, sorry to so hear that. So far, kid, I or had know. a great weekend, I should say. Yeah, sorry to hear that, bro. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, I ain't check. I ain't, I ain't really checked in with y'all since we do the podcast. I don't really talk to y'all on the phone, but once a week now. Right. Yeah, but uh, let's get to this docket right quick. First person we got on this docket today, motherfucking <laughs> uh, Drew Brees. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, yeah. we gonna we, we'll start there. I don't want to start. We here. gonna start with that fool. Yeah, we, oh, that's punk. Yeah. So I mean, do you want to start with what he said? I, I'm assuming everybody pretty much knows, but I guess for people you, that don't, you can go ahead, kiddo, and tell tell the uh, listeners. Uh, well, what he well said. I didn't really have it pulled. I was just asking. Oh, you have what he said. He was gonna start. Okay, yeah. hold on. One second. I mean, I can. I can put. Yeah, I can pull it up right quick. Hold on a second. Oh man, <laughs> Drew Brees. I just, know, I just know you usually like to pull up that quiz out. Oh yeah, I believe he said something about his grandfather. 
about uh, how, he was talking about how his grandfather fought for the war. He doesn't. He thinks it's disrespectful for people to kneel because his forefathers fought. Man, fuck your forefathers. Exactly. First of all, if you got forefathers, you mama a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> you got forefathers, your mama a hoe. <laughs> mama hoe. I don't think that. Right, right. Listen, man. I don't even want to talk about your reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, I think I think that's very disrespectful for him to say, dude. He like the thing that you know. Caucasians fail to realize, and I don't make it about that, is that, like, y'all people ain't the only people that fought in war. <laughs> like, like they always say, like, my, my dad and my granddad, man, fuck your dad and your granddad. How about that? <laughs> like, because that's basically what you're saying to me. Mm-hmm. When you say that shit, I, I, like, you're insinuating that mine didn't. <laughs> but like, this, the thing, I, this, the thing, this the thing, too, uh, Justin, too, not to cut you off. Like, our, our grandparents and, and great-grandparents fought in it, but they couldn't even vote. They didn't have no rights here, and they was fighting in the same wars. That's so why would, You know what I'm saying? Like, so why why would we even be sitting here like, yeah, I can kneel for this flag. Shit. Like, this flag didn't mean shit to me back then. Y'all wasn't doing nothing for me. But and even then, I, then, they're not kneeling for the flag. They're not doing that. No, no I mean, yeah, of course. About. Right, right, yeah. right. And, and, in a think, lot, and in a lot of ways, we was we were definitely at war because we was always in the military. So it wasn't exactly. as if, uh, you know, right. as if we just started or whatever they try to uh, portray. Right. So it's just... It's just very ignorant. His statement was ignorant, you know, uh, yeah. Drew, Drew, it's coming from Drew. Right. Go ahead, Trey, my bad. I was going to say, I think it's just a cop-out, man, like trying to make it about the flag when you know that you... you, you um, you skipping over what the real situation is. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's, it's kind of like saying all yeah. lives matter. Right. 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 <laughs> and, and again, once again, going past what the whole situation was, which is like you said, it was about um, kneeling for police brutality. You you clearly yeah. high stepped over that and was just talking about the flag. And by the exactly. way, a green beret suggested to Colin to kneel. It wasn't like he just because at first exactly. what was he doing? He was just sitting down. Like I don't want right. to stand at all. And then the green, he, he went in and said, you know what? Let me not just do that myself. Let me go out and look, and, you know, and speak to somebody. Got it, you know, got in touch with the green beret, and he, that's that's what the suggestion he gave, you know, he gave him. So it wasn't like he was just kneeling for no reason. That's what he was, you know, he thought that would be the respectful way of doing it in his in his protest. And y'all had a problem with that. Now, you know, we got a different type of kneeling going on right now, mm-hmm. which which is the exact thing that Colin was talking about. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So. That was the whole point of what he was saying. And for Drew Brees to kind of high step over that, um, you know, and then he simply tried to pull back from his statement uh, the other day, you know, or yes, was it yesterday or today? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I think it was today or yes. I think it might have been yesterday when he was trying to it pull was back today. from his statement. It was today. Okay, it was today. Okay. Yeah. Shannon and, talked to him yesterday. That's what it was. What, what was that? Shannon talked to him yesterday. That's what you okay. probably got mixed up. Okay. And, uh, you know, so it's just like now you're trying to waffle back and, you know, pull back saying, you know, it's I think it's personally because of the pressure. That's that's really the only reason why you you know pulling back. And what he said originally is how he felt. You know, so basically, don't be scared to you know stay how you really feel. I I, I kind of feel like he's just afraid to get in rock. You know, by the time football season starts, uh, <laughs> because that offensive line might kind of lag back a little bit, so you can get fucked up. Right. Um, <laughs> and I think that's what he's kind of worried about. <laughs> yeah, and then and and then to boot, man. Like I said. Uh, I don't I've heard people come out and say, Oh, he isn't a racist guy and everything like that. But to in my opinion, well it ain't my opinion, this is actually fact. Uh it's it's levels to racism. You know, you have um institutionalized racism, you have uh personal or meditated racism, and you have uh hold on a second, pull this up and give you my, the third one. Uh internalized uh internalized racism. And um, I, I think most uh, white people, they don't understand that this level, so they don't see that what they're saying is racist. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Excuse me. So, uh, like I said, they don't see what they're saying as racist. So they come out and they make these statements, and they're not even thinking about what caused the kneeling, what caused the rioting, what caused the protest. Exactly. So you're losing sight. Yeah, they losing mm-hmm. sight. So. Um, yeah, man, and that's that's sad, bro. When they, when you say that, since we're on the subject, mm-hmm. like my boss did that today, dog. Like we in the car riding somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And she gonna say to me, like she's talking, and I could tell she knew she caught herself, like because she looked at mm-hmm. me kind of like weird. She's like. Yeah, man, it was one time it was this Asian, and I he said she was like, I'm not racist against anyone. I'm probably I'm the farthest from racist, but I can't stand Asians. And then I'm like, <laughs> Oh, okay. Damn. All right. And then she's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. It's like she just sat in the middle of the road, and I'm, I'm like, You have to move, woman. I'll knock those rice cakes out of you. Start laughing, like cracking up, and I'm like. What's going on here? She, she kind of got my my drip though, because I was about to. I had a got a client in the car, but she. I knew she knew that I was like. I was like, huh, yeah. And I just right. got back in my phones because I was trying to go like, like I don't know, you will call me a damn nigger, right? <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> right. Because exactly. if one patient made you that mad from doing that, you didn't like. Them. She's like, they used to live upstairs from me and grow catfish and all type of shit. I'm like. Right, right. Okay. Right. And that, like I said, that goes. Who don't, who don't like catfish? <laughs> right, right. right. I'm looking like, if you don't like catfish, you you don't like niggas either. Right. <laughs> 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 you said if you don't like catfish, straight up. Oh, straight up, dude. Don't move. But like I said, that's that. Per- that's that personalized, med- meditated racism. So you you get right. that when yep. you go through your own certain yep. uh, personal experiences and you. And you relate that to a, a whole race of people. You Facts. Know? And, and this is, like I said, a lot of this stuff is learned behavior. But at the, like I said, you can also go through experiences and then you say, oh, this is how everybody is. When, like I said, it's not one, like I said, we don't do that. Well, we, we don't do that when it comes to the police. We don't think that all cops are bad. We think that these isolated incidents that happen are, are horrific, honestly. Absolutely. But we don't, we don't say that all, right. all cops are bad, you know. But, that, but that's the, the narrative that they try to spin that, oh, uh, we we want to get rid of the police. That's that's a topic for the later in this podcast, but right. we we don't feel that way. But that's exactly how white people treat different races. And um, right. And when we move, and, and, and also I just want to say real quick, mm-hmm. it, it mixed mixed with that is also the lack of empathy. So that's mm-hmm. why they make those statements that they make all the time, mm-hmm. and it's and it, and it just shows the 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 portrayal that you have for these people, and they're just oh they just this certain way, or you categorize them in this corner, mm-hmm. and that's the whole that's the whole exact problem. Right. Instead right. of understanding where they're coming from, have a, have a sense of empathy, and that's mm-hmm. kind of you know that's that's the actual problem. Instead right. of just trying to talk about empathy in the business setting or in the workplace, y'all need to have some empathy needs to be all around. You know, there's a lack of that, a huge lack of right. that. One hundred percent. Oh no, I'm just going to segue on, but to the rest of these uh, coons, as I like to call them, uh, <laughs> we can talk about Trina, man. Uh, uh, you know, Trina. It was fu- kind of funny because we talked about the black on black crime and and um, you know just just the, the negative stigma that comes from us saying bad things about each other during a time like this and we're losing sight of what the protest what what the ride and what everything is for and trina went and made a statement calling um calling uh protesters uh what's the word she used she called them uh um animals 
Animals. Right, right, right. After she said, yeah. "Oh, we don't mm-hmm. get the, we don't get this upset when black people do this and all this other type of stuff." I'm paraphrasing here, but mm-hmm. but like I said, if she would have listened to what I said last week on the podcast, she would have definitely changed her stance on that. And then she tried right. to and she tried to come back and apologize as well. One thing that really bothers me, waffling, is, right, mm-hmm. waffling, exactly. One, one thing that really bothers me is these uh, outraged apologies. Once the outrage comes, then you want to, uh, 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 oh, I was sorry, Facts. I didn't think about this. Right. No, no, educate yourself before you speak on something. Right. Exactly. And that's the whole point of lack of empathy, because you're clearly blurting out stuff that you're saying right off the bat and not even thinking about what you're saying. And that's the whole point. Like, don't just come out and say anything. Make sure you have some tact, especially if you're some kind of figure or whatever, actress, actor, whatever. Right. And you just and you have or or just a public figure. You know what I mean? You have an online presence and you have followers or whatever. Mm -hmm. You need to be speaking in a a certain manner. Not saying you got to watch what you say. If you feel a certain way, say it. That's the whole problem. Right. It's like, like you know, just you know, just like with a, a racist person, like I'd rather you just be blatant with it and let right. me know who you are, versus bull- like it's bullshit. subtle, versus right. like oh I don't I can't you know now I gotta I gotta figure out whether or not you are this way or that you know right. it's just mm-hmm. just come out with who yeah, you I'm are so I, so I can I'm know right off the gate. Yep, I'm respecting that too. Like I ain't gonna say I'm a, I'm accepting it, but I ain't I ain't gonna be like. And sometimes you might just be a racist, like because I've I've met racist people. Mm-hmm. And then saying like I'm racist, but why are you racist? Let me let me let me let me pick your mind. Exactly, exactly. And they and some of them really have explanations. You just be like okay, it's where you came up at. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I get it. So you're not really racist. You inherited some stuff. It's like right. Jerome say you, right. you you really you having a civilized conversation with me, explaining to me why you think you're racist is showing me that you're not a, a, a terrible. <laughs> exactly. You know what right. I'm saying? But right. you just it's like inheritance it's where you right. from. So. Yep. You know, yeah. So I get what, exactly what you're saying, Kendall. Mm-hmm. Sure. Exactly. And if you just have more empathy with where you back and you know where you're coming from, because clearly he's trying to have a conversation with you, and he knows who he is or how he is, he or she, and they st- they clearly want to have that dialogue with you. So, like you said, and more, and a lot of times they're more susceptible to having that dialogue with you versus who one, someone who is more subtle with their racism and tries to act like they're not. So it's just like right. I would rather you be right. out front with it, so that we can have that dialogue. Like you said, I might be able to show you something different or not, or you, but even if we don't have that conversation, I'm glad you let me know who you are from the jump, so I know how to uh, look at you. So, I, man, you know what? You know, what? You know, man, you know, I'm not, I'm not even gonna play with y'all right now, man. You know what? Hold on one second, I'm about to show y'all right now. Y'all think it's a game out here? <laughs> 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 Your boy Marky Mark. Uh, speaking, speaking of speaking Mark, racist. not you, man. Yes. Not you, bro. <laughs> I've been trying to tell y'all. Not, not, not you, dog. Hey, hey man, cool, I like man. I like Marky Mark, dog. But I'm gonna tell you, dog. Like I've been to about this that shit he used to do. You know what I'm saying? He, put, he really pissed me off, dog. <laughs> That's because you felt the vibration, yeah, bro. You, you felt, felt the vibration. You, you, you <laughs> felt that vibration, Justin. Hey, hey, hey J-Mac, I was just telling Rome, dog. Like you want to tell me shit, Ray? Like Brown, dog. He's gonna kill you, money. With that tear coming down. When I say this, hold on, Trey. You gotta say it again, dog. I was playing Marky Mark again, dog. Come yeah, on, dog. Come on. I felt like uh. When Nino Brown was finna shoot G Money, dog, he had that tear coming down. That's exactly mm-hmm. how I felt when I heard, when mm-hmm. I seen it, dog. I said, "Nah, man, bang dog, bang." Not, he was so Mark, proud dog. at basketball, dog. I just couldn't believe. I, I knew he hung Mark, with niggas. Bro, I, he was so good. I knew he hung with niggas, and his name was Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. And the like, Funky Bunch, dog. Like, how do I don't want find this out. Hey, 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 but hey, that's hey, where hey, you hey. knew. That's where you knew. Funky Bunch. 
Funkadelic, fam. <laughs> Niggas ain't using Funky no more. That shit left with Funkadelic. All right, listen, dog. I'm gonna spit out all my drink. <laughs> Fucking Funky Bunch. <laughs> Man, dog, I, listen, listen, I don't even know why you would come out in the That's, top. Hey, if, hey, you know the other lyric where he's like, black, white, <laughs> like, feel the vibration. Like, anybody who got to call it out, we know it's not real, bro. <laughs> listen, man, I, I had no idea these allegations that Mark Wahlberg was faced with and, in the past, man. And all it's listeners, the funniest. please watch that video so you can see him dancing in a puddle of water. <laughs> he's dancing hard as a bitch. Hey, listen, if y'all yes, don't know what Hold on, let me, let me let the listeners know what he's talking about. If y'all not aware, man, Mark Wahlberg apparently was given a, a George Floyd tribute. Dog, that was, hold on, dog, that was the strongest cabbage patch ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Justin, just cut me off. All right, but uh, Mark Wahlberg was given a George Floyd tribute, <laughs> and Twitter let him have it because they just mm-hmm. reminded him of his very, very racist past. If y'all not sure what we're talking about, um, apparently, <laughs> a Mark, well, let, me, let me think. Here, here it is right here. It's at, uh, just, rem- just, just go to the Wikipedia. Page. I'm going to the Wikipedia. He's right, right, right under hate. He's right under hate crime. <laughs> they got. They got. A, they, they have a very clear picture of him. You gotta love Wiki sites, man. They do. Hey, they got a very clear picture. Oh man, man, but it said uh, nobody is safe, dog. Listen, no, nobody at all. But, it, but th- this is what's so funny. Somebody tweeted once he did his George Floyd tribute. Somebody tweeted to him, remember when you threw rocks at a little black girl? Laugh my ass off. This isn't genuine. Just delete. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like he's exactly. out of control, man. I had no idea Mark Wahlberg had this much, uh, this big of a trouble past. Trey, pull well, it up and man. give me some of his Wikipedia, dog. Yeah, he, don't, he didn't. He ain't had the best relationships with uh, the African Americans. We'll say that. Mm-hmm. And if you, I mean, even if you listen to that Marky Mark, man, he don't sound nothing but like a glorified uh, LL Cool J. That's a fact. Yeah. Actually, biting his style. That's all it yeah. was. Mm-hmm. It's not so much that he cared about the the music itself. It was just an opportunity to. Take advantage. I felt. I, I could be wrong. I'm not saying that he wasn't yeah, about hip hop or he wasn't I, I really a rapper. Feel like, I'm not saying I really that he feel. wasn't. You know that he wasn't trying to be a you know artist. But you know, it's just again, you you just kind of latch on to the, to what's going on at this point, and you can you have that ability to do so. So it's just like come come with more respect. Once again, have that empathy. Right. You know, versus like how you've been in your past. And I'm not judging him from solely his past because mm-hmm. I, ne- I I don't necessarily know how he feels now, and I ain't you know I just haven't really seen you ever speak out against this kind of stuff before. Now, maybe there's a, a different situation that somebody can point out to me, but I haven't seen that. So. Right. Yeah, that's a fact. I haven't either. Um, yeah. Like I said, I, and especially I when you kind of... That was going to be my next question. Sorry, Jerome. Go, go ahead. What do y'all go think ahead, about him now? You know what I'm saying? Like, I really feel like, you know, like he might be a little different now. Like, I'm not saying he's not, he's no. not a... Racist, but that, that that was why that's that's why I had the whole uh, when I just was joking where I said I feel like uh, Nino Brown when he was finna kill G Money, bro. Like I, I'm a fan of his. I know Jerome is. Like mm-hmm. I'm a big fan a of his. Fan like, his I'm a huge stuff. fan, bro. Like huge I like fan. him. Like, like I Bobby, really. The way he, I'll never forget Bobby and Four Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Straight up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Even so, though like, it was only one brother. So, so this the thing, man. Like even kind of you know. It's just like that past just comes up because what it, what what he, what he was doing was when somebody brought out the past, he was giving that shout out to George Floyd. He was actually speaking out about it. You know what I mean? Saying how bogus it was and how we need to reform it. You know, he was coming out and then somebody said, ain't you a racist? You know what I mean? Because that's just what the Internet does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, yeah. So I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see what he does after this backlash. Um, because if 
honestly, if you don't do nothing at, uh, about after this backlash, uh, release a statement, donate some money. I'm challenging them to donate money because you had that big of a trouble past. I don't know about any of his, uh, any of his other philanthropic efforts, but if uh, um, if he don't donate some money, I'm still holding him to his past. Or or at least or, or, or at least, yeah, or at least give us a, a Marky Mark Good Vibrations Part Two <laughs> and, and donate the proceeds. <laughs> <laughs> you scream the hell out of <laughs> good vibration. <laughs> All right, Trey, I'm done with you. <clears throat> but one thing, I, uh, one thing I did like uh, with, with with this past week with the whole uh, Tuesday blackout uh, thing, um, it it was it was a lot of solidarity there, and is and you know I'm skeptical of everything. Um, do y'all believe that these corporations that it was uh, lip service with their statements? Or do y'all believe that it that they were uh, actually genuine? Because um, in, in my personal opinion, I believe it was a lot of lip service. I know something like Sony uh, Music Group, they donated a bunch of money. Uh, there's been other corporations out there that donated money to the, uh, the different causes and things like that. But uh, do you think they were being good corporate citizens by uh, participating in that uh, Blackout Tuesday? Um, I, I personally, we really don't know. But what what we 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 it's no, we can't give you like a hundred percent answer. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we don't know a hundred percent. But what we do know is, what's the culture right now? What, what what's in in our culture right now? Like the you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the Man. culture that we in right now is black is what's in. You know what I mean? Like little yeah. white kids try to dress like them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like black is what that, that that's that's the thing that's popping right now. Mm-hmm. So they had no choice. Is what I feel like. So you really never going to be able to get a, you know what I mean? Like, were they really genuine about what they were doing? Mm-hmm. They had no choice. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like, cause this is black is really like, we, we, we the number one culture right now. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like everybody's biting from us and things like that. So they had to, you know what I mean? Like all, all of them had to, like, even if they didn't want to, they, they really, they felt they needed to, you know what I mean? So you really, I don't think you're going to be able to give a hundred percent answer. Of, do you think that they were genuine? We really don't know, but business wise, they had to do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially what's going on in the world right now. So yeah, I think we. I mean, we always set the standard as a culture. Um, so black culture right. has always. It's never not been in. Even when we wasn't cool, we've been cool. So, um, uh, Kenny, did you have anything to add to that? Uh, go ahead. Um, I didn't know J Mac had something. He wanted to go. And I. It looked like he was about to go say something. Did he, were you about to go? No, I was. I was listening to Trey. He made a good point. I was just listening. I didn't have to say anything. He kind of summed it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. Well, uh, as far as like the corporate, uh, you talking about like like the ser- the statements and things like that, that are being made. Right. Right. Um, well, I'm interested to see like like you said, kind of like what they're going to do going forward. Um, right. For me, it's like less statements and more hiring. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, right. and not, and not when I just say hiring for position, but I'm talking about promoting more minority executive leadership. It don't necessarily got to be black, mm-hmm. um, even though we're we're really pushing the agenda for what we're talking about. Right. So. It's really a, based on us, but of course we're always not necessarily just saying black people. We're always talking about minority at the end of the day. But this in particular with the or you know with Mr. You know Brother Floyd, that's exactly you know that's that's the the main issue. But um, I think um, promoting more leadership um, instead of you know so, so for example assistant vice president or assistant director. How about vice president? How right. about director? Mm-hmm. Why is it always an, an assistant first? You know, and mm-hmm. I'm not and I'm not saying that you don't necessarily have to work your way up through certain situations but you know sometimes maybe go out on a limb if they've already proven themselves in other in other areas why right. not just give them that full position you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so and, not, and nine times uh, out of ten trusting we, we, more you right. know what i'm saying to stop stop going off of 
uh, stereotypes. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I got, you know, I know, um, you know, um, a nurse who, you know, tells me about all the time how she gets interact, you know, interacts with, uh, you know, white other white doctors or nurses. And they're like, oh, you're really a nurse? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you're an RN or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like they have to question those kind of things instead of just like, yeah, what do you, what do you mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> so those kind of things, like promote more uh, and, and put it, th- put it through your pockets. And I think if you, you know, if you're more consistent with statements, mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily say anything. If you're like Ben and Jerry's, for example, who mm-hmm. always speaks out about uh, police brutality. Correct. Um, I don't know if y'all saw, you know, they, their last little message that they sent out, which was, hey, we need to end racism. Uh, you know, uh, white supremacy is long, uh, long overdue, needs to be gone, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That's the right. way that a statement needs to be made, not right. these little life statements. that. And I'm not saying everybody has to do that mm-hmm. again. If you're consistent with you really bringing this message and that's how you feel, then that's one thing. But if you're just talking and this is just lip service and then you're going to stop after maybe a couple months from now, then it's really a waste of time. So, mm-hmm. And right. back to your point about uh, working working your way up, you know, like I said, you can start at AVP and working your way up the uh, corporate ladder. Nine times out of ten, right. we overly qualified anyway because we, right. we know in order to succeed in corporate America or any um, – uh, job that is we have to educate ourselves and mostly t- most of the time our women especially are over mm-hmm. are overqualified for positions so like i said it's quote just, unquote right quote unquote right they mm-hmm. I, they, I, more, they more than uh educated than typically they're capable they're, of doing it incapable of doing it than their right. white, white counterparts typically mm-hmm. trey what you're about to say absolutely something? munchie Oh, no, I'm good, man. Oh, okay, I thought you had a point there. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead and segue into uh, Kanye West. Um, I'm not sure if um, all my listeners heard, but Kanye West uh, decided to uh, donate two million dollars uh, to uh, George Floyd's family, Amar Arbery's, and Breonna Taylor's. Yes, uh, like uh, we always do at this time. Factory. I go from, uh... <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I've been a, I've been a Kanye West apologist for 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 a while. Uh, it's kind of, it's kind of good uh, to see the brother back, you know, because uh, he he had me on the fence there with the MAGA hat. Um, he, he was he was in Chicago marching too. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I saw that. And uh, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, like I said, I, I, I honestly, my stance from looking at everything, I like even the, the MAGA hat incident. I think he was just doing it to kind of be inflammatory to, to get some attention right. his way because his music really wasn't doing it. And uh, if anybody knows anything about marketing, bad press is always uh, press. All press is good press. You know what I mean? So even bad press. So a lot of times I think uh, him doing that, even a stunt when he took Jim Brown to the White House to meet Trump and everything like that, I I believe it was just a media stunt. I I never really thought he lost sight because everything that he's been doing over the years kind of pointed elsewhere you know what i mean mm-hmm. but it's just, but either way he was like back. I, say, I knew he was back when i seen him with griselda he he, he called he he wanted me back over there oh, with <laughs> yeah but no, i just i just think i just think it's really dope to see uh no i personally uh i personally i never thought he was like you know going into like some coon type of shit you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like if you, if you just just from everything that he's been been about his whole life mm-hmm. you know what i mean i just thought that he kind of went somewhere in his life where he, he was just trying to preach that whole love shit he you know what i mean like mm-hmm. that whole did that you know that diddy love shit you know what i mean that they be but that's i feel like that's what he was on like you know what i'm saying instead of hating him i'm a love dude you know what i mean and that's and he i feel like he was having a hard time really expressing that shit you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. but i feel like that's what he was on but but you know of course like the black community we we jumped on his ass you know what i'm saying absolutely like, you absolutely. know what i mean and, it, I, I exactly. think it was, I think it was deserving. And, I, I think it was deserving. No, no, it, it, it was. But mm-hmm. but anybody, you you still human. So when you get your, 
somebody jump on your ass like that, you gonna immediately get defensive. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like so now now you really looking like you support this nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But because right. and the thing is, is like his wife don't support Trump. She been she definitely said that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But 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 also though, they kind of use that. You know where she done got several black men wrongfully accused out of jail, mm-hmm. and we can talk oh, as much shit as we want about her because I don't know nobody else doing that. And she gave all the she gave all the love to her team, which was. Her team had like I think three or four black lawyers, mm-hmm. black women lawyers well, that, well, that would, did all that shit. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. Well, I will stop you there because uh, Reform Alliance they they working towards the same thing and they working over to, uh, okay. total prison reform and that's. But, well, but I, I was just saying like I didn't personally know. That's what I. Mean. Oh yeah, you know, know I'm, I'm giving the listeners some information as well because they probably not right. privy to it as well. But Reform right. Alliance is uh, Robert Kraft, Michael Rubin. Uh, Van Jones of CNN, uh, Jay Z, Meek Mill, and and a couple other who have a whole organization dedicated towards yeah. uh, prison reform, and they've been working towards it as well. They they freed. Um, I, I don't have the notes in front of me, but they they freed uh, quite a few people as well. I know Jay and Meek Mill had the company exactly. Sure. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's that's the uh, Reform Alliance. That was yeah. a whole uh, thing that came together after uh, Meek Mill's uh, case. Um, right. Okay, and then uh, uh, um, so my my thing with like the Kanye thing, I'm I'm more critical of Kanye and I always have been in terms uh-huh. of when you're speaking out. So my problem right. was is like again, the slavery was a choice. I understand that you that he didn't explain it the way that he wanted to initially. Right. Like you said, it's hard to express yourself when you try to do the love thing or you know do, let's give Donald Trump a chance, which Mark Wahlberg also said by the way around 2017. <sighs> Uh, <laughs> but I'm sorry, that's another story feel for another it, day. It's just those kind of things. Like I'm not, I don't necessarily, uh, again, have like vitriol or anything towards celebrities because, again, I don't necessarily look for towards celebrities to necessarily make statements like that. Facts. But when you when, when you right. get in the, when you get in that platform, like when you get in that lane and then start trying to make statements, you really have to watch what you're saying because then people are going to pick pick apart what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, now you got to go double down. Or like you said, now I'm a double down on Trump and he really is my guy or blah, blah, blah. Right. While the wife, while the wife is saying, well, no, we're not, you know, I'm not really down with him. And, you know, then you, you know, that, that was kind of going on between him and, you know, so, you know, in terms of the media, you know, mm-hmm. we don't know what it really was going on between them two, but you, right. you see what I'm saying. So it's just the, the peddling and kind of going back and forth. Just again, like we was, like I was saying earlier, stand on what you're saying. So that even if you even if you don't necessarily uh, even if you didn't say it the way that you wanted to say it in the beginning, you can still be like, "This is how I feel." But here's here's what I really you know here's what I mean in in this statement. Uh, you know that they mm-hmm. kind of picked me apart in TMZ. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. That's but, how, that's that's the difference with that. You but, know what I'm saying? Instead of instead of making those like you said the inflammatory things, because like you said, Jerome yourself being a fan of Kanye, much more much more than me in terms of you know being able to. You know, following him differently than I have. Right, right. You know, you've seen it yourself. He he does kind of make those statements to kind of get the get you know get the uh, the the rouser going because you know he might have a new album coming out or some right. promotion that's coming in and things. like But mm-hmm. again, don't necessarily use this platform like when it's something serious. You know, mm-hmm. especially when we're talking right. about police you know police brutality or something like that, and then you go and make the statement that you made, and it's like, damn, right. like okay, so which side? And it's not about size, but it's like, okay, so what are we talking about right here? So mm-hmm. that that was my only kind of issue. You know, yeah. I never again, it's, it wasn't like a personal feeling, mm-hmm. but it's well, just I, like, man, okay, let's yeah. let's, well, let's would, back down how we saying it. Right. Well, I would say it is about size because it's about it's about right versus wrong. Oh, I, for sure, yeah, for I, sure. Yeah, for I, you know, I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people misconstrue this whole thing that we got going on uh, uh, as far as police brutality goes, um, mm-hmm. and they try to make it a black versus white thing, but it's not. It's completely uh, right against wrong, you know. Right. And because, like I said, 
we I mean we've been largely oppressed, but we we just want to see this stop. We want to see it come to an end. We don't want mm-hmm. to see the police force. Um, well, I'll get into that later. But go ahead. White people want to see it come to an end. That's why it's becoming a problem. Yes, they like, come on, man. This is fucked up. Y'all doing this too much to them. Like, right. Okay, yeah. we can overlook it all we want at first, but come on, man. Like, yeah, and like, they've like, been like, doing it. So it's about it's time. It's like the guy. Uh, it's, it's like Beso said. He's like, man. Jeff Bezos, he was like, man, I don't have to worry about my 14-year-old going out. This is not about this to his customer. Like, I don't have to worry about my four because she said all life matters or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't got to worry about my 14-year-old going out and something happening to him. And then blacks do. Right. <laughs> like, I know when I, when I when I when my son leave the house, I know it's good. You know, he good. He ain't got to worry about being harassed for no reason. And he might not come home because he get pulled over by a black. But black people do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that's what it's really about. And that's the whole kneeling thing. Like, we started the show. It all goes full circle. Because whenever you talk about this, and now people are like, it's like Kendall always say, that these young generation people, mm-hmm. they looking at, at their friends like, yo, some of them got siblings that's mixed. That's their black brother and sister. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they like, yo, we going, going, if something yeah. happened. And I think that's just why, like, it's not about, like you said, it's not about black and white. It's systematic. And people seeing it, and now white people are tired of it. Mm-hmm. You 100%. know, and a, a part of them could be tired of it because they're hearing us, tired of hearing our mouth. But the ones standing up for us is tired of it because they mother, uh, they, they parents, they aunties, they they grandmas, they see this shit too, man. Mm-hmm. And it, it's uh, getting to that point where people just like, you know, fuck that, right. bro. I, I personally think it's just this this generation. They not mm-hmm. going, bro. They not going at all. Like this not generation going. different. Like my, years, my little fuck, my little sister part of this generation. You know what I mean? Like this this younger generation. Mm-hmm. They not going, man. Like I, that, why why do you think the LGBT like all of those the transgender? You know what I mean? Like those different groups. They're not going. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're this is not like any of that. Ain't no hate crime. None of that shit. Because mm-hmm. I want you to like start watching the videos a little closer. It's a lot of young adults, twenties. In their twenties, that's that's where most of the people are. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's that's marching, bro. That like, that, that's exactly. riding. These are kids yeah, going these out there. Kids are out yep. there, man. They're not fucking yep. around. Mm-hmm. They are not with that shit. And like, they they're not afraid. They, they, like I say, they and because they, they friends and stuff is they siblings, yeah. and they mm-hmm. family members is black, bro. Right. And they, yeah. they they seeing this shit. They feel a, it's just like the little the girl I sent to the uh, put on my Instagram and sent to the group. Like she was talking to her parents. Like that's some. They try to inherit her to be racist and stuff. She like nah, dude. Like. You wrong. You're a part of the problem, mom, dad. I'm gonna pull up that video right now and play, but keep talking, Justin. Yeah, it is it is like it's like people they like you said, bro, basically they just they just not going. They got black friends, black family members, and they and they're speaking up and and, and they, they so they don't give a fuck so well that they talking to their parents if right, they racist, right. they informing you. Like, yo, nah, I don't I don't agree with that just because you might right. and it's just like I said last week, how I love that my son is starting to, you know, do his own research and have these kind of talks because, see, we going to have a talk calmly. Like, the way she was talking to her parents, you would think they was, you know, into it, but that just goes to show you how much that generation just don't give a fuck. Yeah. Right. Like, right. No, we, this is what we believe in, and there's nothing you can do about it. Right. I'm going to pull the video up now because I got um I got it right here on my phone. So the, uh, That's crazy. I said talking. it. You had it. You was ready yeah. for it. The same opportunities you have had. You right do you know how many I, I actually, no, shut up. No. Can you, can you shut your mouth for a minute? No. Because I actually work in the ghetto. I see the people. Do you know why I they're in that position? I see these people. Do you understand the systematic and historical reason for why they're in that position? They don't care. All they want to do is be ghetto. 
No. Yes, there's no. some that don't, and there's good people. No. Most, most of them just want to suck off the system or do something bad, like drugs or gangs. And that's all they They care have about. been oppressed. They have it not been given the same the opportunities you have yes, had. They do, and there's plenty of black people. No, they don't, there's Dad. Of, there's plenty of money. And you not Sounds recognizing like that as an with black issue and white is the people. reason why it's still continuing <laughs> today. Right. I see them all over. There's all kinds well, of sure. successful people that are of color. It doesn't matter what color, brown, white. But it's orange, a lot harder yellow. for them to get to that it position. It doesn't matter when they do, they're fine. But there's always filthy animals. And that you're calling you're calling people of color. Black no. animals. You're calling them animals. You Are you finish. kidding me? You that, that's not okay. No, no matter what, that's not okay. No matter what, wow. it's not okay. Interesting. Racism is not right. okay. Why do you think that racism is okay? Your statistics can't. They can be warped. Statistics can be warped. You want to show? You want me to show you videos? Do you want me to show you videos of cops? I will do it. Because they can be warped. I'm not giving statistics right now. They can be warped. Personal experiences can't. No, because this is actually putting it into play. Do I need to show you a bunch of videos of cops attacking protesters? Peaceful protesters. You mean I'm informed and educated? Yes. yes, I am. Mom, I was watching political stuff, and you said to turn that off because you don't <laughs> want to hear like, that. Well, that means that I am educated <laughs> on it, and you are she not. She definitely don't have a black husband. Yes. The fact that you um, can have that well, ignorance, ignorance for the majority is bliss. Ignorance for the minority <laughs> let me tell you, is let me ask you something, destruction. Well, see why you playing that? Because it's something you said. You said, let Trina said animals. Like, how can... Does this all go back to what, what we said about how they don't give a fuck? But how can she, when she looked about what, like 14, 15, drunk? Yeah, yeah. Like, she's young. Mm -hmm. How the fuck can she comprehend this shit? Mm -hmm. And your big grown dumbass who got a voice there you go. ain't doing shit yeah. for the community. How because, can't you? Because, because again, that again, that generation is far removed. They don't care. Like I said, it was always, <laughs> it was always a gap. And Trina, yeah, yeah. Trina, on top of that, Trina is uh, a celebrity. So this is my problem again. Mark Wahlberg also said this. Uh, celebrities should stay out of uh, speaking out because they're they're detached. They're, they're far removed. I understand what you're saying, but you're using that as a cop out. And that's the right. same thing with, with Kanye. He's somewhat detached from what's going on. And that's why he made the statement that he did initially and then try to come back and say, well, no, I didn't necessarily mean that. That's yep. why, again, you have to be standing on what you're saying. Right. And again, that's why that little girl was not watching, pulling back. No, right. Dad, you're wrong because you're ignorant. You're going off of some whatever statistic that you saw. And yes, we, we, we understand crime statistics and all of that. Mm -hmm. But you're not. But I'm showing you video. I'm showing you evidence. And I'm showing you things that are happening with police brutality. You're not even affected by this. So this is why you right. don't care. Again, lack of empathy. Mm -hmm. So that's why that's why that little girl can, can care versus the dad, because he's not going to go seek that information. Right. He's not going to look for anything right. like that. He don't that even want girl, to, though. He don't right. even want to. And that, and that, that little shit. girl is finding yeah. all that information because she understands that it's here and it's available. And that's that, why. This, their young generation, they understand that. They're the smartest generation, bro. For sure. Like, like they, yeah. they, 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 they different with it. They, and they very fearless. Really they, the most they, 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 they very fearless. They very you know, fearless too. They fearless, yeah. and then they all understand about like entrepreneurship. They got a good, like yeah. they don't need. They think they don't need school at all. They at that all. smart. 
You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy. And that's how a lot of them is being YouTube stars and doing all this creating yeah. these apps and doing all this crazy shit because they get it already. You know, right. and then they but, don't but, give a fuck. Like they they stand on what they stand on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Like right. seriously. But again, don't lose sight of education and things like that too. So that's that's why it's not yeah. necessarily saying you gotta go to college. But make sure that you're prepared. You can do all that yeah. YouTube shit, but if you're stupid, it's not gonna matter. Gonna you matter. Can make, because you're gonna be up, you're gonna be doing that. You're gonna make, you might be might be able to make some money for you know however many years, a couple, you know, a little bit out of that. But that you gotta go to game, something else. They keep demonetizing. They keep yep. changing the algorithms. They yep. keep trying to find a way to get you less hits and all that shit. Yep, same so thing. That's with not Instagram. Gonna, that's not gonna be a money train like like how right. how it always is gonna be for just regular people that are trying to get on. Mm-hmm. They're gonna try to demonetize that. Exactly. So you have to find other ways of using that YouTube still or using that whatever platform, mm-hmm. but also have some education behind that so that you understand how to move. Because mm-hmm. again, you can do entrepreneur work. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I, I'm always about that myself. Um, but at the same time, educate somewhere about yourself so that you can have something either to fall back on, a trade or whatever, but also having the knowledge behind things so they don't stop you from other barriers because it ain't like they're going to stop you from that. Mm-hmm. Like they won't. Yeah, that's what, sure. yeah, that's what I always say. We, we, you hear me say it all the time. Education is key, and this generation mm-hmm. is a lot smarter. They, we, we evolved. My son is, is smarter than me than I was at his age. You know what I mean? So we continue to we continue and it, to grow. And it's, and it's not so much that he was smarter than you. It's just that he has more access to different things that you provide. Exactly. To him. Exactly. So he's so you're giving him the right environment to mm-hmm. do that. Exactly. The problem 100%. was that these parents didn't necessarily have those types of environments and also the access. Mm-hmm. So now it's different. Like it's not so much super smarter because you're a very smart man. Like you know what I'm saying? You're right. very intelligent. Mm-hmm. Like so you know media. You know several different things you could do. At, at simultaneously, as mm-hmm. a matter of fact, but it's a different way that you learn. You you basically brought yourself from the ground up versus giving your son tools for him to be able to get it easier. Correct. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It ain't so much that they're super smart. It's just that they have more access, access to, information, to information and they're actually exactly. using the information because mm-hmm. we had it. We mm-hmm. had America Online. We had we had all that shit. We didn't have the the transfer of information and the speed, no, but we definitely had access to information. We just didn't necessarily utilize it the same type of way. Mm-hmm. You know, now that everything is in a phone and it's a little bit simp- easier, you know, then of course it's more red- readily available at right. that same time. So I think, we, I think we lost uh, Justin and uh, Trey. No, he's there. He's there. No, I can't. I, I lost him oh, on you my can't computer. Hear? Yeah. Go, uh, go ahead, Justin. No, I'm going to go ahead and take a break and I'm going to call him back. So listeners, we'll be right back because we're having technical issues over here. Feel it, feel it. We bike. <laughs> <laughs> we bike. Hey, hey, I don't know what happened to the call. Not you, Mark Wahlberg, man. Hey, not Mark, man. I, I just want to first off apologize to American audience. America, I, I'm sorry I went off. But to, to, end, to end where I was supposed to be, which was, was, was Trina. <laughs> uh, fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, not, not fuck Trina, man. Uh, I, 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 but Kendall, like, I, I know, like, I know why, you know, the reason we was on that subject or whatnot, but like, when we were talking about the different generations, but like, do you remember, like, when we were in school, man, like, it wasn't cool to be smart. No, for you, sure, for sure. You know no what I mean? Like, but, no but, 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 no now, but now, though, no, you getting ribbed if you're a dummy. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, like, smart, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's the generation our kids mm-hmm. are growing up in. Like, not, like, mm-hmm. like, no, you, you better have some good grades. You know what I'm saying? Or you can't even kick it with us. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know what I mean? It, it's just like it just like kind of flip flop, bro, with us and our kids, and you know what I'm saying? Like our generation with theirs, it's just kind of crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. um, that, that's a fair point. Uh, yeah, we, and, and we 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 didn't. I, I didn't hit everybody on the docket because I kind of skipped over, breezed over uh, Terry Crews and Candace Owens. 
Um, I really didn't want to speak about them a lot, but because we already know that they got a a, a, a pretty fucked up track record when it comes to cooning. Um, <laughs> so I didn't really want to speak to them. You you rang right? Fucking uh, all right. Shut up, Justin. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I don't know if anybody heard, but uh, Candace Owens went on a, a whole rampage about how she wasn't going to um, how she wasn't going to martyr. Uh, a criminal and she she was referring to uh, George Floyd um, which to me is I don't give a damn about your past everybody has a past everybody has stolen everybody has done something in their life that they weren't supposed to do no matter right. what that does not mean you meant to die look at Dylan Root escorted out got Burger King all type of stuff we can go down a line about these um, quote unquote suspected white supremacists that do these things and they and they get treated way better they still alive and living to this day not even on death row so right, I, right. yeah i don't even want and, to and sometimes they ain't even in jail exactly 100 shit. look at uh what's his name uh george zimmerman you know what i mean mm-hmm. auction off mm-hmm. a gun with a body on it like nobody mm-hmm. none of us go, go kill somebody i auction mm-hmm. off the gun with a white body on it please yeah. are you serious sickness. sickness sickness that's what i'm saying this is, and this is and this is the thing like i don't understand where she was going with those comments and the more i watch that video i don't even want to get this woman anymore talk anymore same, well nothing, let, let me so. go because same ahead. thing with candace owens she's is sick she's trying to once again lack of empathy she's trying to once again be a be the the black outlier you know what i'm saying the mm-hmm. the black and culture if you will trying to say the inflammatory things and it's like once again like are you really are you really trying to base things off of him being a criminal from the past or whatever you're talking about? I don't know if she's referring to the quote unquote counterfeit 20 20 uh, bill uh, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, is that is that what you're equating this to uh, him, him dying over twenty dollar bill or something he did in this past? Once again, it's just like, where, where are we going with this? And and. Like I said I about Trina, whole, I listened to the whole statement. Her. She was referring to uh, his his criminal past. Apparently, he's been. A- <laughs> All right, Justin just trying to move. Like, stop laughing so loud, Justin. I'm trying to talk about Candace Owens. I'm tired of him, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, but no, that she- might be funnier than feel it. Feel it. <laughs> come on, hey, come on. That's, that, I, I fuck her for real though. And I know she mad that only comes out later. Now, bitch, now you got to show you're really smart instead of just showing your ass. Your and it's just like be more be more intelligent with that you know have <laughs> yeah, more and, right. and i don't have i don't have a problem with candace Owens when she's giving her point my point is is like when you saying stuff like that it's like where are you coming from you're not even you on the wrong side once again when right. it comes to something that's about like you said police brutality you really trying to defend this and yeah. that's crazy yeah all for your ratings or your followers or whatever it's, it made it's no insane. sense at None. all Man, and, I, I, and she was hold on one second Trey. she was going off of his criminal past saying that oh he was a felon i'm gonna go to murder a criminal he did x y and z in his past i'm not even gonna run down george for uh criminal past because if 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 he served jail time if he went to jail for it that mean he that means by society standards, he basically made that right. He served his time. He went to he went to jail. It, it is what right. it is. You know what I mean? So yep. the, like like I said, the prison system is meant for is is meant for uh, reform, right? If I'm not mistaken, like it's meant for it's right. meant, it's, it's meant for you to go in there for for, uh, for a sentence up here that you did something wrong, and then you come out reformed, a better person. You serve the time, and you go back into integrate into society. And now you're saying that this man deserved to die. We're not martyring the criminal uh, because of his past. That made no sense at all. It was a dumbass argument. And like I said, fuck Candace Owen. I don't even want to give her no more time. What were you about to say, Trey? No, I was just going to say, uh, man, I, I did security at a retail store when I was younger. And man, police wouldn't even take you to jail if it wasn't 
at least eighty five dollars that that was stolen. You know what I mean? In the store, <laughs> fam. So you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like this is twenty dollars we talking about. But I don't work that retail, bro. And somebody that stole something that was twenty dollars, police to call and they just they come there get, get them a ticket. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know what yeah, I mean? I, be, like, I, like, I believe more so what she but, was referring to is something that I think it was around two thousand four. Uh, uh, sometime okay, ago. but okay. but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't this actual uh, recent counterfeit thing. But still, nonetheless, it had no grounds. Yeah, None that's whatsoever. what I mean. Especially like, when right. when the police have a track record like they have. Right, like you said, though, let's not let's not waste any more energy on that. Exactly. Food. So hell no. Nah. Nah, I guess we go and, back to some. So good... Can we get a fuck Trina, sir? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall saying so good. I don't, even... <laughs> I don't even know if I can channel it the way I did before, man. Oh, I was angry, man. I hate it. Yeah, but let's get on. Let's move on. And he also waffled and tried to go back on what she was saying. It's exactly. like. Stop, man! Just mm-hmm. just stand on it. Right. Stand on it. You equate oh, we don't cowards. Right? You said oh, we don't get mad when black on black, and the, and then you call them call them the protesters animals and thugs and like, animals. You, you Come on, man! What? I, 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 I heard other outlets say like, that it wasn't a that it wasn't a racist statement, and I completely disagree with it. She knew what she was doing, right? But anyway, exactly. on, on to mm-hmm. some good news because I'm getting mm-hmm. I, I don't right. know, <laughs> I don't want to stand here in this negative, but um, Michael Jordan. My man, my, my my man, Michael Jordan. He donated a uh, hundred million dollars mm-hmm. uh, over the next ten years to what was what was the actual was it cause was it Black Lives Matters or or to help uh, take down uh, police brutality? Let me pull it up here right quick. This is the part about producing the show and actually um, trying to create content as well because it's pretty hard when you got to pull up your own notes. I need an assistant. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Hundred million. Y'all can talk though, so while while I look up this, get these facts right. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan, he, he you know, Jordan done a lot for the community. He just don't ever, I guess, say a lot. You know what I'm saying? And that's why another reason I like, I like when Brian be like, and all these guys like Chris Paul and Melo, they be doing stuff for the community, and I like that they speak up about it because, yeah. and I guess we, we do live in a different time. Like that, everybody say, I wish Jordan would have came out and said this stuff more but see jordan came up in a time where they didn't have social media and all that shit mm-hmm. and like he wasn't being judged a lot by like he like he got like he got judged more after the last dance came out than he did back then like everyone loved the world wasn't so soft then they loved the first competitor they right. loved his grit and his attitude nowadays like his like carmelo for instance he does so much for both communities his puerto rican community Baltimore, you know, everything, any city he play in, and, like, it's easy just to criticize the on-court shit. He don't want to pass. He took the money. Blah, blah, blah. But what about all he's doing with all that money he's taking? Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's like they almost have to say something nowadays. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, LeBron, he ain't going. Like, you you say some shit about us, <laughs> Brian is going. Right. And, like, he ain't. and uh, hold on, let me let me get into the statement that I'm going to caveat what you just said, Justin. Uh, but it said, um, uh, Jordan... It said the Jordan brand said that the money will be paid out over 10 years with a goal of ensuring racial equality and social justice and greater access to education. Um, Black Lives Matters, they said that they released a statement saying that this isn't a controversial statement until ingrained racism that allows our country institution to fail and completely eradicate it will remain committed to protecting and improving the lives of black people. So, um, my, my whole thing is this with, uh, with, with what you said, uh, I personally believe, no matter what walk of life you come from, our black skin, it, it comes with a responsibility. It comes with a responsibility of being informed, informing other people. And I know sometimes it, it gets very tiring for it to, to be that black 
um, person who's who's always teaching a white person something. You know what I mean? Um, did we right. somebody? Is, is Kendall there or is that? Yeah, every, everybody here, bro. Except for Kendall, I, I lost him on my end again. Let no. me let me call. Him, yeah, bro. he 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 on ours. He, he yeah, on I know, bro. I know. But when, when y'all can hear him, I can't hear him. Hey, hey yo, baby head, your system sucks. No, nah, it's not my system, dickhead. It's Apple. <laughs> If you want to be, <laughs> hey, yo, big head. Nah, your big back ass. Hold on, let me, let me, let me take hey, another yo, break. See, just, just, right. here go Justin again, and once again, ladies and gentlemen, I had to take another break because we having technical issues over here, and Justin's calling me Bean Head. <laughs> no more breaks now, Bean Head. Fuck you. I don't even remember what the point I was making was. We talking about hey, bro, your, your pod name should be Boyhead, dude. No, nah, your, your pod name should be Big Back Mac. I just want to change it to from here on out, motherfucker. I, yeah, I'm going to start calling myself that. As long as you go, oh, Boyhead, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we were talking about Jordan and his his uh, his his right. uh, philanthropy efforts. Because uh, because you yeah. hear me, Kendall, when you when you took a uh, yeah yes, I heard you. Okay, so I think that's what um, we were on before. Yeah, um, I, but no, I, I think it's uh, also um, you know great that um, again, like you say, he's, he's he's putting it out there, showing you know, and and when also the statements that he was making too within within his original statement, mm-hmm. and just kind of going uh, you know again being very clear with what he's. What he what he wants to see change and what what needs to be what what needs to go on. Mm-hmm. I also love the fact that they're going to be looking for other programs um, beyond with the money that they already provided, so that they make sure that it's it's something that's progressive. So that's one thing that I did like that he stated that you know something something beyond what they've already initially planned on. You know, mm-hmm. so that so they understand what are the results from what we're what we what we're looking at here. So I mean, or what we're investing in, things like that. So. Mm-hmm. I, I did like that about it as well. So just, you know, yeah. props, props to that brother. Yeah, props to Jordan, man. We got to get that brother much props in the process. Because like I said, he's come a long way from Republicans only by re- Republicans by Jordan, too. So, like, and, and just speak it out more, you know. Yeah, and, exactly. then that, and again, it's, it, it might be different, like I said, age and just, and like you said, the times that was going on. And he might, he might be more comfortable with that stuff. And mm-hmm. it's, again, he has that clout to be able to do it. Ain't nobody going to send that to him anyway. So, 100, 100%. you know, those kind of things. And even if they do, it's not going to really stop anything. So, mm-hmm. had y'all checked out the, uh, Bruce Lee, 30 for 30 yet? Oh, uh, yeah. That's this. Yeah, I got absolutely. it on my DVR waiting. Absolutely. Waiting. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, I'm going to watch we, it Wednesday. I'm going to watch it Wednesday. Yeah, yeah I watched okay. about 30 minutes of it today. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. we can dive into it more. But, man, I, if you, I'm, I'm yeah, talking about it. Let's, let's go. Yeah, it was very – I mean, we don't have to talk about it right now. We can talk about it a little bit more in uh, detail on the next podcast since the whole crew ain't watched it. But um, but I just think it's it's kind of funny because it's like if you juxtapose it against what's going on right now, it's very, mm-hmm. very relevant. And this and they, mm-hmm. and this document is, documentary has been done. So, I, like, if all my listeners know what I'm talking about, it's a lot of uh, racial inequalities and um, and things that went on in this podcast. Kendall can expound on it a little bit more. But, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, on this uh, documentary, I said podcast, but on this documentary – but um, it's like I said, it's very apropos for the kind of climate that we live in right now. But go ahead, Kendall. Uh, yes, and, and just like what you're talking about with the whole discrimination, um, it actually also shows the discrimination that went on with uh, a- Asian Americans, what they experienced uh, from Japanese to Chinese, um, the the type of uh, um, you know very similar, like you said, to what's going on with Black people. Mm-hmm. Um, even though Asian people, after a while, were basically treated better than African Americans um, as the time went on, because their their whole situation was they just put their head down, worked hard, basically didn't really raise any kind of awareness or or you know cause the fuss. Right, ruffling so any even, feathers. So even Bru- even exactly ruffling any feathers. Um, even Bruce, you know, didn't even have a, a fu- you know fucking dialogue when he played as Cato in the, the Green Hornet. You right. know what I'm saying in mm-hmm. the beginning, and then. And then he was getting, you know, getting paid substantially less. And 
you know, Kung Fu was, you know, pretty much written for Bruce Lee, but they gave it to David Carradine instead mm -hmm. because they were afraid of giving it to an Asian man you, as a lead. Right. You know? And when so, you say significantly, significantly less, I don't know if they were getting paid on a biweekly scale or per mm -hmm. episode or whatever the case may be. But the main actor at the time, and this was the 60s, by the way, so these numbers might sound a little low, but the main actor at the time was getting 2200 I believe it was an yep, episode. It was somewhere around there, yep. And, and yep. Bruce Lee was only getting $450 at the time. Exactly. He was a co-star of the show. Mm -hmm. But continue, yep. can you, can you, can you. Um, but, and there was another white uh, actor uh, uh, that was not even his, uh, the co-star, and he was making more than Bruce. Exactly. So uh, he was making about uh, $1,100. $1,100, so, exactly. So that, just those kind of things. And uh, J uh, James Chang, who's actually a writer, he said uh, Hollywood's racist because America is racist. Mm -hmm. So just, just imagine if they wouldn't have put the barriers that they did or limited Bruce Lee when he was trying to do what he was trying to do, you know, as far as pushing the barriers and opening up and like his daughter said, Shannon Lee, opening the bridges for other people like how he did. Mm -hmm. You know, he was much more than what people just assume as far as an actor or whatever. He was much more than that. So, exactly. you know, shout out to Bruce. And like I said, that also goes back to what I was saying earlier about the uh, three different uh, levels of racism. Yeah, I can't hear Ron either. Oh, OK. Is he talking? I can hear you. You can't hear me, Trey? I don't know. What's yeah, going I can on? hear. I can. Yeah, I, I, I can. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yeah. I, I mean, J Mac fine, Kendall fine, but Rome, you got that little asteroid thing on your own. I can't hear nothing if you're talking. Oh, okay. Well, let me let me pause again. Samuel L. Jackson, dog. We need to have a whole podcast on how many dudes. Yeah, yeah. Samuel <laughs> Jackson is my favorite actor, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll 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 touch more on that. Uh, yeah, I got uh, the same sure. head. All right, we'll, <laughs> we'll touch more on that. Uh, Bruce Lee, thirty for thirty next week once uh, once the whole crew is watched because it's very very yeah, interesting. And it's a lot of content to uh, talk Man, about. On so there. much to unfold. Unpack yeah, on yeah, really. I think really I think we need to dedicate a whole episode to it because it's really really good. Mm -hmm. Um. But one thing I want to ask, one one thing I want to ask y'all, and uh, if y'all don't have an answer now, it's just something that I want to propose that we think about over the next couple of weeks. Is uh, what does a uh, black agenda look like to y'all for this country? Um, I'll let y'all go first. Y'all want to? Yeah. What I was the question, sir? I said, I said, what does a black agenda look like for the, for you? Because I mean, this these these riot and protests. I mean, we had, this is the largest protest in American history. 50, 50 states. And 18 countries protesting uh, for Black Lives Matter. 18 countries. This is the largest, largest protest in American history. So I just, I just had an idea. Like, what, what, what do y'all hope to see come out of these protests? Um, I have some thoughts. I uh, hope, I hope, I hope they see that the young generation is only going to get older. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they don't give a fuck. Okay, mm -hmm. so when they grown and got their own shit, live in their own house, can do what they want to do together, they're going to be stronger. And as they keep growing older, it's always going to be some uncomfortable people, Caucasians mainly, that are going to look at these. They're going to start labeling them as, you know, the words they use, thugs, posse, when really that's not it. Mm -hmm. They're just trying to force the agenda on people because for, for all these years, people have been acting like they're blind. Everybody Ray Charles to the bullshit. Mm -hmm. And to because the power of convenience is very tricky. Right. Though. But no, that's not that's not what I'm asking, Justin. I'm not talking about the current issue, the current state. What I mean is after all these riots and protests are over with, what do you uh -huh. want to see this country look like? What like a, a optimistic outlook? Like what like what do you what do you want to see happen in the future uh for, like from here on out? I just want progression, bro. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to always take care of mine. 
you're going to take care of yours. Like, we're going to take care of who we take care of. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what we put here to do. Mm-hmm. But as long as we progress, and, and, I, and I don't want people being quiet. I want people talking about these issues, and I want it to be in, in your face. Mm-hmm. I want to be sitting down talking to people. Strangers, how, how do you feel about this? Mm-hmm. I don't want you. I don't want to be sitting next to you, a white, a older white man, middle-aged white man, and you thinking, I'm about to do something, or he's a thug. He don't got nothing going for himself. Tell me what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Let's have these conversations, like mm-hmm. airport talk. What I want to happen is progression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, want people to stop being blinded. Uh, anybody else got anything to add as far as uh, what what you would like to see happen after this stuff? As far as a black agenda goes, or just a or just a nationwide agenda, even if you don't want to just go off black. Like, what do you what do you hope to come out of these uh, protests? Um, but I, re- I really just hope, uh, like, from all the you know the protests, um, riots, and everything. I just hope that like kind of empowers black communities to, you know, like educate, you know what I mean? Challenge our government officials, policymakers or whatever you want to call them. You know what I mean? To basically kind of, you know, be, be put in position, positions, bro, that's going to be beneficial to our community. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I just, and then that kind of basically all in a nutshell of what Justin was saying, man, just progression and, you know what I mean? Accountability, man. And that's pretty much, mm-hmm. pretty much it. So, Kendra, you got any thoughts on it? Um, yes. Uh, so very similar in terms of like policy that is equated to actual real change. Right. Um, I want I want uh, all information to be not necessarily revealed, but everything that's a part of history uh, uh, changed back to what it what it is originally, so that people understand what real history is. Because even again, uh, you, you know, my generation included. Um, and, and the younger generation, they don't understand history the way that they should. You know, mm-hmm. I see hashtags like we are not our ancestors. Well, of course you're not because the ancestors were much stronger than us. Mm-hmm. But what we need to understand is that we need to know history so that we can understand what really what really take, takes place that you make the better the better informed answer versus versus so much ignorance. And I think when that happens, I think the awakening will continue. Like mm-hmm. you said, as people get older change happens and also uh thinking changes especially when you get older you have families you guys start having kids your motivation changes and all that kind of stuff you marry you know so you start thinking differently so i think all of that will encompass once like i said policy changes history mm-hmm. um and also revamping like the school system changing changing the prison uh the, the school to prison pipeline population that kind of right. bullshit mm-hmm. private prisons need to stop mm-hmm. all of that real reform needs to happen in prison right uh, so that people can yeah. get out and actually have a way to, to make right. things happen versus just, oh, I got to be a hustler now because you can't give me no job. Right. So right. all of that needs to, needs to stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree with everything that all of y'all said. I definitely want to see top to bottom reform. I mean, we it, the only way to end uh, institutional, in, in my opinion, the only way to end institutionalized racism is literally to provide everybody the same opportunities. And those opportunities are to come through reparations. Um, whether we receive them or not. Also, I believe the 13th Amendment needs to go away completely. Um, There's no reason why it should be a loophole in this, that slavery is um, is still punishable. Slavery is abolished except for uh, if if you commit a crime. So basically, the 13th Amendment needs to go away. I think we need to see top-to-bottom reform from politics all the way down to to the police... um, to the police uh, force. And I believe that that will end a lot of the stuff that we see now. I also believe that the portrayal of black people also needs to change majorly in the media because the media also, uh, that propaganda, it spurs people's opinions, uh, opinions about us. Um, which that's, that's going to be long overdue. 
It was long overdue, right. exactly. And that's going to lead me into our next conversation. Um, I'm not sure if y'all heard about the proposed um, police reform that uh, they called the, the eight uh, can't wait. Have y'all heard about that at all? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the eight can't. Yeah, I did. So, so I seen, I heard, I seen a little something about it, but I ain't right. Uh, so. So, so the so the eight that can't wait for all my listeners, if you're not familiar with it at all, it's uh it's uh eight proposed um things that they want to see uh, happen with police reform right now. So they want uh to ban chokeholds and all strong strang- strangleholds, uh, require de-escalation, require warning before shooting, re- require that you exhaust all alternatives before shooting, uh your duty to intervene, basically meaning requiring officers to intervene and stop excessive force used by other officers, and report these in the uh, incidents immediately to supervisors ban shooting at, at moving vehicles require use of a uh, force continuum basically means uh establish a force continuum that restricts the most severe types of force uh to the most extreme situations and create clear policies restricting on, uh, on the use of each police weapon and tactics and then uh, the last thing is require comprehensive reports uh reports now what I want all my listeners to be aware of is that you have what's called exigent circumstances. This is what currently exists in our, uh, amongst our uh, policies and, and the police force. Um, exigent circumstances means that circumstances that would cause a reasonable person to believe that uh, entry or other relevant prompt actions was necessary to prevent physical harm of an officer or other persons. The destruction of relevant evidence, the escape of suspects, or some other circum- uh, consequences improperly frustrating legitimate law enforcement uh, efforts. These are called exigent circumstances. Basically, the proposed eight can't wait already exists. Um, and, and they can all be, you can have loopholes surrounding everything due to uh, exigent, exigent circumstances. So, like I said, the police officer, the police force already banned certain chokeholds. Cho- but if that's the only way they deem necessary to uh, subdue uh, uh, an alleged victim, uh, a criminal, then um, th- they can use the excuse of exigent circumstances. Same thing with being uh, uh, ran over by a moving vehicle, which was one of the parole things that when you ban shooting at uh, moving vehicles. If, a, if an officer deems that, that, that the, crim- uh, the alleged criminal is going to cause harm to civilians, another police officer, they can shoot at those vehicles. So basically, it's these eight that can't wait are all bullshit, if you ask me. What I don't want to happen is for another um, um, 94 crime bill. Uh, and, and what I mean by that is we were so thirsty for drugs to be taken out of our community that we decided to come up with the 94 crime bill, which, yeah. did, uh, which ultimately did more harm than good. It, right. ca- it caused it caused like you said like Kendall said earlier it caused the, uh, the the school to prison pipeline it caused um, uh, crack cocaine to be um, yeah. charged with a, a longer system than the powder form this all kind of bullshit and I and I I feel like us us our rush to police reform is going to ultimately lead to something like that like they're already talking about deforming the uh, I'm sorry defunding the police department. And to me, that what I feel is that it's going to cause us to start having privatized police companies, uh, uh, like like the privatized military contractors that we had in uh, during OIF one and two. And Blackwater. Exactly. Yeah. So so, so in my, in my opinion, if we rush to police reform without actually thinking this shit through, and because like I said, it doesn't just start with the police department. Department. Our whole judicial system is fucked up. Right. 
So yeah. what so what we have to do yes, is, it is so what we have to do is literally reform it from top to bottom. And it's gonna take us it's gonna take a, a, a actual effort for us as a society to like I said, reach a um a proper solution to police reform. Uh I I, I mean me, I I propose longer training. I, pro- I propose uh, sensitivity training. I believe that if you're going to be policing a certain neighborhood, it should be a certain amount of time you should live amongst them. Just like basic training, yep. AIT. I mean, so so you're not scared of the community that you're policing. All this stuff. I mean, I can go on and on about this stuff, but I believe that we actually don't need to rush to police reform. Um, I just think we need to take a step back and actually consider some things, especially right. especially with the current policies that we have. And what I do not right. want to happen is us to get a privatized police force, because that's what's going to happen <laughs> if we rush to reform. If they defund especially the police they department. Get exactly. If they, if they defund the police department, if they completely do away with police, which some states are actually proposing right now, that they want to do completely do away with police, it's, it's nonsense. But uh, I just right. want to know how y'all feel about that. Sorry about my rant. <laughs> but I just want to know how y'all no, feel No, no, but it, you, it's, it's apropos because mm-hmm. they're just trying to use that to scare people into, oh, well, see, now we got to get rid of the cops because right. you guys want to, you guys want reform, you know, and all that bullshit. So mm-hmm. it's just, again, young people, America, people that are jumping in it, continue the pressure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hell I mean, yeah. I believe I, that 100%. I, I ain't telling you what, how you want to do your thing, but I'm just telling you know, if violent or, or non violent, continue whatever it is you're doing. If it's make, if it's if it's effective, I'm not advocating no violence, but what I'm advocating is constant change, and we got to continue to apply pressure. 100%. Yep. And just don't lose sight of our goal. We got to keep our. Uh, right. No, I don't want to use that metaphor. Y'all know where I was going with that, but we definitely need to keep the pressure applied. Um, sure. yeah, I like that. Keep, 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 keep side of the goal because, like you said, a lot of people losing, losing side of yeah, that. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like I said, we t- we yeah. discussed this earlier with uh, protesters washing uh, black people's feet in North Carolina. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's right. ridiculous. What, is, what are we doing? What are right. we doing? Yeah, what, we what are we here for? Right, we completely losing sight of what 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 got us here. So we definitely we don't need, need to, our feet yeah. washed. <clears throat> wash them that long. We said, wash that what? Wash them longs, not my feet. Exactly. 100%. Yeah, seriously. But yeah, I just I, I I just want y'all to take it take take some time and, and really think about what y'all will, uh, would like to see so we can discuss it in further detail, um, because honestly, uh, I honestly believe that uh, is we're gonna have to have some plan, and I believe I believe it's gonna take the whole community to agree on it. But we definitely need some right. stuff in, in place as far as uh, what we w- would like to see after all this chaos. Um, anybody, Absolutely. Anybody else got anything to add? Um. No nah, man, I'm just gonna say, man, I'm I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I'm proud of this uh, younger generation, man. And, hey, please keep keep rejecting that that toxic culture of white nationalism, man. 100%. Call call that call that shit out every opportunity in front of every audience, every time. Exactly, every chance you get, Swear it's always the right time. Always, one hundred percent. And uh, um, I guess we'll leave it on that. Once again, rest in peace, George Floyd. Rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. Happy b- uh, belated birthday. I think we we record this co- uh, podcast on Monday, so we're a few days uh, late. Um, uh, Kendall, you got anything else to add? Nope. Just uh, once again, keep keep applying pressure. Yes, sir. And I, I guess we'll end it on that note. Thank All you right, guys for listening. Ass, All right, love y'all. How you going to rid me while oh, I'm doing my send-off? Jesus Christ. You have no tact, sir. You have no tact. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, like 
if you if you if you like this podcast, please listen, subscribe, and rate. Uh, like I said, we're available everywhere. iHeartMedia. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. So, like I said, once again, please subscribe, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Adios. Love y'all. All right, love you too, bro. Goodbye, America. This podcast is brought to you by Jerome Williams, produced by Jerome Williams and Michael Silent Brascom. Links and references to the show will be posted in the description.